What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. This is your host, Josh Franco. We've got a couple uh, couple wet boys in the house. Got the OG, Christian Vaughn, and Studio V. What's up? What's up, dude? What's up? Got my boy, Andy Reuter. What's <laughs> up, buddy? He's in Studio A with us. What's going on, brother? Oh, not much. So we <laughs> We're going to start what? calling you Dirty Drew. I like it. We got two dirties in the crew. (laughs) Dirty D and Dirty Drew. Uh, So we're T minus six days to our trip. Is that that correct? Am I doing the math right? Um, And uh, flows are looking looking okay. We've been been watching the flows. A little nervy there for a little bit. And we weren't quite sure if it was going to work out, but uh, yeah, looks like the gauge that we're going by, we were originally looking at the incorrect gauge that was 70 some miles down river. And yep. uh, I don't know what, what turned us on to that gauge, but <clears throat> we figured out that upstream where we're actually going to be fishing is not bad at all. Um, right. They're currently getting rain or they got rain this afternoon pretty heavy rain so hoping that doesn't wash us out but i think it's they're calling for about half an inch so that shouldn't be that bad what are the gauges reading right now they're still above they're still above like historic average but not by much i mean like maybe 50 percent higher than you know average for this time of year so pretty pretty manageable you know, in years past when we've really struggled to find fishable water up there, it's been because, you know, everything's at severe flood stage. And and to be frank, most of the rivers up there are, you know, kind of at that biblical flood stage. But um, it's almost as if the <laughs> if the gods are fully aware that dirty Drew Rooter is headed up there with his mud bug hat. So, oh, hell yes. All the locals are just flooding the, the river. So. Yeah, it's it's uh it's always uh, a little bit of a tenuous thing to try to plan these spring trips on a river because really no matter where you're at in the country, you know, the the, the water table's high in the spring and it, it doesn't take much for well, you know, up north they have all that snow melt. Um, and that usually blows it out until, you know, at least April. And then, um, from there, you're kind of just crossing your fingers that, you know, they don't get a bunch of rain and, you know, they did get quite a bit of rain up North in general. Like you said, uh, upper Mississippi is pretty high. Um, I know, uh, I was looking at Menominee's really high. There's a few rivers at flood stage right now. Um, I think. Upper Mississippi might be like completely unfishable um, from what I was seeing. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm hearing a lot of, uh, a lot of people, you know, canceling trips, you know, people that had trips planned for Memorial day, but you know, I, I think that we'll be able to find fishable water. I think we might have to go a little further away from our, the place where we're staying. Um, but I think we'll be able to find it. So you know, it is what it is, man. I mean, we just got to, you know, this is the time that we've all got off. You know, this is the time that everyone's planning to do this. So it kind of is what it is. You know, we got to fit, we got to fit it in. So I think we'll be able to do it. But, um, you know, this year, I feel like more than other years, we've got a lot of scheduling conflicts. You know, we've got a lot of, a lot of people making game time decisions. I'm looking at you, Andrew. Yeah. It, it was out of my hands uh, for there for a bit, but it sounds like things are going to uh, swing in my favor, like pretty uh, strong. 96% sure, I'll say that. Ooh, buddy, I like to hear that. Yeah, we, me, too. me too. My brother's not going again, uh, which yeah, is, it's oh, just, it's rough, dude. I'm, I'm disappointed, but I, I get it. He's got, you know, he's got other obligations, so he can't really do it. Um, but you know, it would be a bummer for the crew did, you know, the, the 
crew didn't make it a full appearance up there. I mean, how else are we going to completely ravage this river for future hatches? <laughs> so, I, I mean, I'm the, the weather that I'm seeing, the water temperature I'm seeing, everything to me indicates that we're going to get up there and it's going to be good. So I'm optimistic. I think that the fishery that we're going to is going to be different. It's going to be very different from uh, where we've went in the past. I think it's going to be scenic. Ooh, what was that? What'd you just crack open? Oh, Josh is drinking a, what is that? An Oberon by Bells. Uh, it's an American, it's an American pale ale. One of my favorite um, summer it's a classic. So yeah, I'm excited about it. I mean, I think more so than most previous years, I definitely need this trip. I mean, I'm like going crazy. So it's either going to be this or I end up burying somebody in my backyard. I'm not sure how it's going to turn out. But maybe both. <laughs> maybe both. But today I I definitely um I definitely <laughs> I went to Sportsman's today. I went to Wildcat or I went to uh, Moving Waters. Uh and visited Amazon and Tackle Warehouse. So your boy spent some money. I'm going fishing. It's going to be wild. So yeah, I'm uh I haven't really done a lot of prep yet for this trip. I this weekend I've kind of dedicated to getting all of our all my watercraft ready. But we did get the raft out last weekend. So yeah. um we're waiting on a last minute package from uh River Rat. So we'll see if Brian comes through. Brian. Brian, if you're listening, come on, bro. Hook a brother up. Get that platform out here. Josh needs it. Yeah. I think because if Josh doesn't get it, he's taking Chris's because Chris had it last year. So Chris doesn't know that yet. <laughs> yeah, it ain't happening. I'm, if I have to pee on it, I will do it. You're not going <laughs> to like that? Pee, dude. I don't even care. Uh, <laughs> no, we're hopefully getting a. Um, it's actually the new their new production uh, platform that has a lean bar on it. So we're, you know, it'll be kind of a testing session for us um, to see what we think of it. Cause I know when we originally got those, that was one thing we kind of were like, man, we would like to see a little bit of a lean bar on this because you're sort of exposed that on that platform. I, for me, it grew on me. I probably would rather have it without, but I think worst case scenario you can chop the, lean bar we don't like it so i think you'll i think you'll like it i think it's a good i think it's a good thing i think it's a lot safer especially when you get um you know because obviously you know we're world-class athletes i mean that's <laughs> no that's a known quantity that you and i have the the reflexes and athleticism of of you know mongoose um <laughs> but you know there are people that we take out on the raft who to be frank you know, probably we're expert chess players in high school and maybe we're in the marching band. It's not, and, they just don't quite have it. They reflexes can't. of a woodchuck. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is, exactly. It is, it is, you know, most of the time. A deer on, that, on a frozen pond, if you will. Most of the time on that platform, I feel pretty okay. But when I'm like either A, when it's really cold out and the water's cold, and I'm in deep water, I do get a little bit like, mm, it'd be really easy to fall in here. But we have fallen in, you know, a couple times a piece, yeah. even more than that. You've um, always been chucked in the deep, and it did yeah. not feel good. Yeah. My brother. None of, the, none of the situations have turned out bad, though. So I, I'm still curious, uh, you know, if we'll get ourselves in any trouble with those. Um, and I, I, I will say this. I got chucked into the deep when we did we had a lean bar. So, yeah, it he wasn't did. with this platform. Yeah, it was it was with our stealth craft, and Jeremiah just chucked me, it catapulted me into six oh, inches. Was of that water. hit your stealth craft? Yeah, oh, I catapulted sure. me into six inches of water, and fortunately, <laughs> I again, I always land on my feet, dude. I'm like, <laughs> like cat. Cat. and uh, I just, that's... I just, I completely flattened my body out increase my surface area <laughs> and six inches of water might as well have been 10 feet. I only, went, I only went down about an inch, but that was just all that's natural reflexes. Honestly, most people, they probably would have died. That's just the truth. <laughs> Dude. Uh, whenever we're paddling, we probably mentioned this on the podcast, but I, I, 
envision throwing Chris off that raft every oh, we've, single We've talked trip. about it. Every <laughs> time you every time you throw me off balance, it there's <laughs> I just he just goes <laughs> <laughs> every single time. But I heard Dirty Drew's gonna be joining us in the raft this year. Is that right? We're gonna do a little rotation. A little hotation. I, we discussed it. Yeah, uh, I think you should. I think it'd be fun. I mean, Danny, Danny, and I—I I didn't get sick of him being in the raft by any means, or or anything like that. But I do think it'd be fun if we got, you know, everybody kind of in the raft, you know, rotated around a little bit. Is Dusty Dick bringing his 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 little barge or what? No, I don't. I don't think so. He. uh um, I was looking at the forecast, and it, it, it actually was pretty decent. Um, other than it's forecasting some gale force winds, so I could just yeah. I just keep imagining <laughs> Dustin first time in that thing, and he's getting blown going upstream. back upstream, just in the middle of a riffle going back upstream. <laughs> Dude, it's like this thing's great. <laughs> I don't think you should have talked him out of it. I think you should have. I think you should have just brought it, and he just. He just get to the boat ramp at the end of the day and just walk straight to the car and sit down. <laughs> he wouldn't even wouldn't even help load up gear. Just walk straight to the car. <laughs> so I think we have we have the two river rats, um, obviously. So that's four people. Nathan's fishing out of his kayak. Gary's fishing out of his kayak. Toby. Um, and then we'll probably, I guess, we'll have one other kayak. My, I'll probably take mine, and then that'll be just like whoever's rotating off the rafts which is fine sorry about that yeah you don't have to say so <laughs> i think it'll be good uh, i i'm re completely re i've got some ideas for rod racks i've got some ideas for my anchor system on the new on the raft i think i think i've been i've really been thinking about it i think i'm i think i've cracked the code so um we'll just have to see how got a pulley for me i did i got you a pulley so okay yeah. yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna make any major changes. I'm not gonna put rod storage on mine or anything like that. I'm just. Gonna I'm not putting rod storage. What I'm doing is like, I think we should just embrace the fact that the rods feel better behind you when you've right. only got two people. So what I'm gonna do is I've got these little things. They're like rod separators, like what you would put like on your wall, so that yeah. your rods would sit up and they're separated. So you're and I'm just gonna organize back there. Exactly. So I'm just gonna mount that to that back that back frame, so that your rods just sit separate because it's fine. You know, it is what it is. The boat has its limitation. That's just a limitation of the boat. Rod storage. It just is. So I think if we can lean into that and figure out that, like, instead of trying to put them in tubes or try and keep them, you know. I think if we can just keep them separate enough that when you go to grab one, you're not having to untangle hooks off right. the line. I think that that would constitute a success in my mind. So that's what yeah, I'm right. aiming for. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that works out. I mean, I, you know, obviously it's, we're still working it out. I mean, these things like, just like with a kayak, I mean, if you guys are kayak fishermen, I mean, you go through iterations with your gear, you know, you go through, until you get things the way you like them. And then you change things that you like for no reason at all, because we're all just tinkering weirdos and you just keep changing things and changing things until eventually, you know, you get what you, you get what you get, but you know, that's, those are the two things. I, and my anchor system right now is atrocious. I mean, it's like every time that you go to use it, it's like a full blown tricep workout. It's horrible. So, I mean, yeah, that's why my tries look the way they do, which ain't bad. <laughs> It ain't oh, bad, yeah. but it could be better. Popping. Yeah, I think the um, one thing that you should work on is your get your oars right because they've looked pretty rough the last couple times I've seen them. A lot of duct tape, a lot of uh... <laughs> the duct tape. The duct tape is just it's not well done, but the duct tape is necessary because of uh, the and my 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 oars are popping out of my um, oar lock, so I think I need to crimp those down i don't know if they come loose over time but um yeah. i'm gonna get those a little tighter um but yeah uh, you know I, I put a little grease on the orlocks and call it a day so yeah man um well 
I, uh, I, I understand that you fished a little tourney last weekend. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell the boys about the tourney, dude. Uh, yeah, it was a white river, um, the GRBY series. And, uh, yeah. So Fisher, like we're in the, <clears throat> some sort of stage of spawning, um, but in in like true Indiana fashion, where all these all these boys, you know, they want to talk about catching fish on beds and how bad it is and hurtful for the fishery. I mean, growing up, I never even really had the opportunity to fish for fish on beds because it's always muddy here when the fish are on beds. And uh, White River had about eight inches of visibility, so um, yeah, I fished on Thursday. Uh, of last week because that was literally the only day that i had um free so the tournaments thursday through monday you could fish whichever day you so oh oh wait oh Oh, who the hell just jumped on our podcast Uh, well hey i tell you what (laughs) cravens Cravens, what's up uh, man What's going so, on, are, boy? Am I going to keep going? Does he want to listen to this, or does he want to? <laughs> uh, no, I just I you started talking about the tournament, so I thought that maybe you know instead of hearing from like, I mean, third place, it ain't bad. I mean, bronze ain't bad. We all we all like bronze. I thought maybe we could hear from you know maybe Silverman. Hey, all I'm going to say is if this dude gloats, he's going to have it coming back to him. So be, be careful what you say, bud. We got the one, the, the one and only, the incomparable Josh Cravens joining the podcast. Welcome on, Josh. Thank you, fellas. I just stumbled across this link and thought I'd uh, come uh, talk some smallmouth. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the doing of Christian Vaughn. I know this all too well. He's... He's, he likes to stir the pot with me and my rivals. <laughs> so, Josh, Craven, what place did you get in last in the tournament last weekend? I can't remember. What was it? I got second place in the White River with 87 inches. Oh, gotcha, 87. Josh, what did you – what Is was Pickering your – Pickering on the other line? Is that what we're not? Because he actually won it, so. Pick, uh, Nathan, Nathan Pickering? Yeah. I, I don't know. Won? Maybe, maybe he'll, maybe he'll be joining the podcast. I, I don't know. So what, uh, what was your inch total again, Josh? Just out of curiosity. 84 and a quarter, baby. 84 oh, and a quarter? A hard-earned 84 and a quarter. And, and he thought that was taking we, we, we didn't get any of those big ones eaten all day. We had to work hard for them. So we only caught about 10 fish all day. So. Cravens, what was your total again? 87 inches. Whew, man, that is... That's pretty good. That's a good total, yeah. dude. And yeah. I think I think Josh thought that eighty-four and a quarter he he put up on Thursday was going to take down the whole thing. I, I think you're feeling pretty actually, confident about that. I actually did not. I was fairly confident that I was going to get beat. I knew Pickering would beat me. Um, yeah, I had zero doubts that Pickering would beat me because he literally the same day he went to a spot where he knew a bunch of beds were and. The same day I fished and caught like 90 inches in an hour. Um, well, let's, then, uh, Josh, Josh, you know, I, I appreciate your perspective. I mean, I really do. But I think that we've got people on the podcast. Chris that, is only comfortable with doing this because he's in an, a different location than I am. He knows he would get, he knows he would get popped in the shoulder so hard that he'd feel it for a week. So I owe you one there, buddy. Next time I see you. Oh, dude, don't do it. I'm on steroids right now, so no big deal. I could tell with you standing next to that Colts player, man. You looked a lot bigger than Josh. Yeah. Chris, Chris goes, yeah. you're gonna take you're gonna take the picture. Chris is standing downhill and he's like, I'm not standing over here. He's like, switch me spots, Josh. He made me switch his spots so he looked taller. It works. <laughs> Josh looks three inches shorter than reality in that photo, <laughs> but he did. He did one disservice to me. He didn't crop out my rolled up pant leg. I look like <laughs> I look like LL Dork J. It's the dumbest <laughs> photo I've ever taken. I'm wearing Croc sandaled with one pant leg rolled up, and I'm like eh, next to a Colts player. So, anyways, Josh, what I, I do have some questions for you, Cravens, and and you know. Josh, you can feel free to. You getting out of here? 
Okay. Um, Cravens, what a, what prep work do you think that you did for this White River tournament that maybe maybe separated you a little bit from you know say the guys that finished behind you you know maybe the guys that that took a third or a fourth place or maybe something like that what did you do to set yourself apart yeah so I think I had a unique strategy going into this one um, I think I've only told a couple people about um, my prep work for this one so I actually had a bachelor party in um, Telluride Colorado. Um, I got in uh, from the bachelor party Monday night at um, 1 a.m. I had to get up for the tournament at 5. So I had four hours of sleep. I haven't been on the river in about three weeks um, just with life and work and bachelor parties, two of them. And uh, so you can imagine what, what happened in, in Telluride, Colorado for uh, three days for my buddy's bachelor yeah. party. And um, I showed up on the river about seven o'clock, so about 30 minutes after line's in. Um, and I chucked a big old spinnerbait like the Smalley Talk boys told me to do when the water's dirty all day. Yep. And uh, I think I caught like three three 18s and a 17. Um, wow. Yeah, so that I think I would Absolutely. attribute that to the the prep work really was was what did it, I think. <laughs> was, this, was this your bachelor party or someone else? No, it was, it was my buddies. Um, I'm the best yeah. man that wedding, so I kind of planned this one. Well, wow. in fairness – Whenever Chris, you know, he's trying to goad me like big time. I, I actually texted you and told you that I was proud of you, and then I'm glad I got beat by you and and uh, Nate. So I, there's no, there's no hard feelings. As much as Chris is going to try to get me to feel bad about it. Now, if you beat me in the IKA tournament when we actually fish the same day, you know, when it's actually a fair like level playing uh. field, then that'll be a different story. I'll be pissed off. But until then. You know, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to get upset at all. <laughs> okay. So. okay. So I got to say, you know, the prep work did sound intensive. Um, you know, <laughs> I think that I, I have to say, I, I think that the, your willingness to, to show up and do that work and get ready for, for tournament day, it's, it's something that not a lot of people are willing to do. And that may be part of the reason why you were able to edge out those guys. Yeah. Some, some call um, it meticulous. Um, yeah. I, I just call it p- part of the process really. It's part of your process. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> I think, I think if, you know, anybody that would be critical of that intensive, Oh, lo- Oh, Whoa. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, Win daily, baby. <laughs> Win daily t-shirt by Nathan Pickering. What's up, Nathan? Welcome hey. to the podcast, man. What's going on, guys? I was wondering man. why Chris was like, usually when we record podcasts, he's like very non-committal, doesn't plan anything. <laughs> Nothing, and then today he kept asking me, "He's like, are you are you still on break thirty? You still on break thirty? Are you sure you're still on break thirty? Please be there. Yeah, yeah. it would have so been quite lame if we came. Like, oh, so so Nathan, um, see you, Anders. Dirty Brew. See you, buddy. Love you. Um, so Nathan, I, I think you know what what. How did did you fish the White River tournament last weekend? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, you know I did. Oh, interesting. Uh, what what did you? How did you do? How what was your what was your uh, what kind of bag did you turn in? Uh, it's it was pretty good. I mean, for the White River, I mean it was it was all right. Yeah. What was yeah. the inch total? Uh, it's like uh, just over eighty eight, like eighty eight or something like that. Yeah. Interesting. Respectable. Honestly, yeah, it's yeah. a res- it's a respectable bag of fish um, sure. that you were able to turn in, and and Cravens, what was your what was your total again? Eighty seven inches. So I think I needed a seven. 80- I think I needed a seventeen to pass Nathan. Wow, close, hard fought battle. Nice work, boys. And Josh, I, well, remind me. And no shame in third place, but eighty four and a quarter. So. <laughs> All right, not bad. I mean, not bad. Not bad. A little bit of a fish. little bit of a separation between the the lead pack and the chase pack. But hey, I still got a check. I'm not I'm not worried about it. So cash your check. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So Nathan, uh, I asked this to Josh, and he gave us a pre or Cravens. I'm sorry. Uh, he gave us a pretty good detailed explanation of some intensive prep work that he was able to do. Um. You know, he really went into the deep end on this one, did his homework, got out on the water, put the time in, prepped. 
ready to go on game day. What do you think that you did as a champion, as a winner, to really separate yourself from those guys that maybe came in second and maybe even in third place? What did you do? You know, I think sometimes third place finishers just got to put some time in, you know, just got to get out there on the water and just got to, you know, throw, maybe throw something other than a fluke. That might be a good start, but I mean, just going to beat my ass next time (laughs) he sees me just for the record. I think this, this could turn into a a ha ha into a, into an abrupt exit and I'm going to get a ring on my doorbell in the middle of the night, but let's keep going. It's going to be worth it. Absolutely. (laughs) So, did you do any did you do any prep fishing for this? Yeah, so I went out um I had the chance to go like Thursday evening for a couple hours and just to kind of see what they were doing and uh get an idea cuz before that I mean we just had a bunch of rain so I really no one really had a chance to get out much before the tournament so yeah, yeah. so just kind of got an idea of uh, what was going on, found a few on beds, some good ones so I knew what I wanted to what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. First thing when the tournament started, could you see them? So, could you see them on the yeah. beds? Um, on Thursday, no, but I just know in the river, haven't fished that area for. I mean, that was a huge advantage of this tournament because it was it was muddy and they were on beds, and you just had to know where they were. And I had a good idea where some big fish were bedding, and luckily, I mean, usually they're on beds two two and a half weeks earlier than they are. than they were this year but just because of that cold weather and rain it it delayed everything and timing just worked out perfectly i've always wanted a bed fishing tournament on the white river and it just worked out perfectly this year that that it just happened and that's my favorite time of year to fish and what i am excel at in terms of fishing so josh what day did you uh shrinko what day did you fish again thursday thursday so just for the listener's perspective, the guys that may not be from here. Um, so we did get like a ton of rain. Like uh, Thursday was pretty, pretty chalky. I would say pretty, pretty dark. I would say that your visibility was Josh. What do you think it was like less than eight inches? Yeah, it was probably, you know, six to eight inches, something like that. Six to eight. And you then seeing beds. That's for sure. No, no. And then, uh, what day did you fish Cravens? I fished Monday. So I know Sunday the water had cleared, but it actually dumped a little bit of rain um, mon- like Monday night before the tournament, like in the middle of the night. So my visibility they was underfoot. They say so they weren't on beds on Monday, right? No, I don't I don't think so. I was catching them in like oh, man. like fast current and stuff. Um, they were on beds today. Were they really? Still, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It might have been yeah, that I was wondering. I had that the night before that pushed them off. I mean, two of the 18s I caught were pre-spawn. I mean, they had eggs in them, but I don't think they were in beds based on where I caught them. They were in fast riffles. I did hmm. catch one that was a pre-spawn. The very I caught I caught an 18 on my second cast. Um, and it was like in current or like in a seam. Um, there's no way there was a bed there. Um and then <clears throat> Yeah, I kind of second-guessed myself. I had my GPS set to go where Nathan caught his fish. Um, And I was like, my thought process, well, that particular area is, like, at the top of the stretch. And I was like, when I didn't know what the visibility was, but I was like, when I get there, it's going to be first light, and there's no way I can see the beds. You would have had to really know where they were. Yeah, I and I didn't. I knew like the bank, but I didn't know like where at on that bank. And it's probably what you know, a quarter mile stretch. Oh, yeah. So a bank, and uh, and you know, bed fishing is weird because you know, as much of a knock as it gets, like it, there is an art form to it because sometimes the fish are on the beds like hard, and if you throw anything at them, they'll eat it. And then other times, like they get spooked off and you have to like literally set it on their bed and wiggle it for 10 minutes. Well, if you don't know where that bed is and they're real spooky, then you really can't catch them. Yeah. But it seemed like Thursday they were pretty aggressive. Oh yeah. Like if you got it close to their bed, they would eat. But 
I just didn't know. I knew one area where there was beds. Like I knew for sure. I was like, okay. And I lost a 21 inch type of fish there a weekend before that. So I kind of thought that fish would be spawning in this area. Cause it was like right at the entrance to there. So I kind of had that in my head. I was like, I'm going to go there and catch that fish. And I caught four of my keepers in like a spot that was like as big as a car. Like it was like right, you know, it was like, and it was at the end of my stretch. So I was kind of screwed if I didn't didn't work out. Um, Mm. But I parked on the stretch and I was like, I'm on this spot. And I just like sat there and fished for like 45 minutes. And there's a bunch of kids like across the river and watched me catch all of them. Um, But yeah, it was a, it was weird, but I threw, I could throw in this spot where I knew there were beds and I was getting, they were like chasing stuff like when I got it close, but like, it sounds like when you were fishing, Nathan, they like were a little more timid. Yeah. On Saturday they were, I mean, it was difficult. I, I worked one fish. It was my, the big fish of the tournament, the 19 incher. I worked it for like a solid half hour, 45 minutes, like on three in three different oh, phases. Man. You know, I tried it a couple of times and, it, and I just kind of changed my angle a little bit of where I was throwing and the first cast in there, it ate it. So hmm. I, just something about the angle. It was, it was the same bait that I caught the other ones on. I mean, all just were you little, all like, were you within like a quarter mile of like, like all of your fish or did you move to a bunch of different spots? <laughs> so I, I worked, I worked for, I would have been mad Cravens if you beat me. Cause I've worked my butt <laughs> off. <laughs> I, so I started in one spot and where I knew those fish uh, might be betting, but I was hoping it had cleared up a little bit, but it was still super muddy. Like I could see flashes of fish uh, on beds, but I couldn't really see what they were doing, how they were reacting to my bait. And anybody who bed fishes knows that if they're being finicky on beds, like you, if you don't see how they're reacting, like yep. you may be spooking them off. They might may not even be on that bed anymore. And you're just sitting there wasting your time, which is, I feel like right. I did a lot of that, but um, I fished there for two hours or so. And I caught a, a couple of keepers. And then I moved to a different stretch that was north of that, um, like maybe 10 miles. Um, mm. And so I, I know a lot of fish on that stretch. I know where they bed. And I was like, all right, I'm going to fish this like four mile stretch or so to finish out my day. And I got to the end of that four miles and I like, there's nothing like they were all post-spawn. There was fry everywhere. And it's, it's amazing the drastic change between just a short, you know, 10, 15 mile stretch of river. Uh, and there's a dam probably. Uh, well, maybe not. Anyways. Yeah. I, sorry. I got a little too specific there. Uh, my bad. We can follow that out. Uh, but anyways, Cravens, what, when you went, it was more of a spinnerbait bite. You said kind of mid river. Uh, chasing fish, actively feeding type thing. Yeah, it, it really couldn't have been more different. Um, I think I caught fish in all three phases, though, like pre, post, and they're in the spawn. Um, right. Normally, um, I'm more of a slow, like kind of finesse fisherman a little bit. And I think that's, I do a lot of single access stuff where I only have like a mile or two and I have to go back to my car. So I tend to fish like pretty slow. Um, I did kind of the opposite of this. The, the river is muddy and I was like, they're either they're either pre-spawn or post-spawn and biting, or they're on beds and I can't see them. So I'm just gonna throw some moving stuff, right, and and see if I can get some to react. And very early on, I was like posted up at this um, this riffle, and I lost a real big one. This is probably at like 7 a.m. Um, like right at the boat, like fumbling with my net, whatever. Um, the next cast, I caught an 18-inch largemouth out of the same riffle, which was really weird, and it was all beat up from the spawn. So when I saw that, I was like, okay, like they're aggressive. You know what I mean? Like if, if there's an 18 inch large mouth sitting in a riffle, then the smallies are probably going to be turned on too. So, so yeah, it was very different. I mean, I just covered water and, and um, they were, they were chasing it. And, and it was a lot of, a lot of big fish too. I don't know if like <clears throat> that was the size of my bait or if it was anything to do with like maybe the smaller ones were on beds, but I didn't really, I didn't really get any 14 inchers. Like it was like, it was like good sized fish the whole day. That's what Did happened you when you, you prep, when you I do the pre- when you do the prep work, you succeed. <laughs> when you get out there and you you know you plan for this, you drink, you envision it before you get out there. That's yeah. what happens. I think people use the term grind a little too loosely, but but I embody it. 
I'll say it for you. I'll, I'll describe. I'll describe what you're doing as grind for sure. Did you? Uh, did you fish the same stretch I did, Cravens? I'll tell you later. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, dude. Oh, dude, uh, do not tell him because you know. I mean, he found out what stretch I fished because of McCrowley. So hey, it was hey. in his. Is in his hood, so he, he sent out a gang threat to me over text. He was like, I heard you're fishing in my hood. Yeah, I did. I would I love to see the Crowley. I told him I dicked every smallmouth in that <laughs> Yeah, I did text Josh before the tournament, and I, and I said, I heard you're pulling my hose off the beds down here, down here in my hood, and, and uh, I had to clap back at him a little bit. Dude, <laughs> If I could see Necrelli's gang, just what that gang would look like. It would be, it'd just be a bunch of guys on, like, bicycles with polo sticks, you know? Just like, what's up? Beat the shit out of you with this and then hammer about 12 beers, dude. That would be the rowdiest gang on earth. I would not want to tangle with them, I'll tell you that right now. They've been they've been stoked on pro wrestling for like the last fifteen years, and they will DDT your ass. So they have to guarantee. They use nine inch beaver swim baits as weapons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, shark hooks. Those those aren't to be trifled with. The the last time I went fishing, uh, I went with Nacrelli, um a couple weekends ago, and he took me to Uncle Leo's Cravens. I heard. Have you been there? No, I haven't. Been to Uncle Leo. Let me tell you something. It's it's a very unique place. So <laughs> it's a it's a Mexican restaurant that's open twenty four hours. Oh, so that tells oh, you about oh. all you need to know about it. That sounds it awesome. Is, it is in a very Doc, you could have used that during your trip to tell your ride. You could have used a Mexican restaurant that was open twenty four hours a day, dude. <laughs> that would <been> pretty helpful. <laughs> You would have smashed about 12 buckets of nachos. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Did you, uh, have you ever been to Telluride before? No, before I, that? no, I hadn't. No. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, yeah. Uh, a lot of rich people out there. Yeah, it was, it was. Did cool. you guys fly into Denver or what? Yeah, we flew into Denver and then had a layover and flew into the Montrose airport. Um, Okay. Yeah, we there's nice. a I mean there's a lot to do out there. There's mountain biking and hiking and there's there's trout fishing as well. Um I mean I don't know, it maybe it was just me, but like the altitude was absolutely terrible. Like I would like walk up the stairs and be out of breath. So like hiking and mountain biking was kind of like a chore. We tried to do it, but it was it was pretty difficult. Oh yeah. We uh a couple of years ago I stayed in Leadville, which is like probably twenty five hundred feet higher than Telluride. Mm-hmm. And it made a lot of things that you like to do with your spouse on vacation, like, like a, a real chore. Yeah. You're like, <gasps> like, you know, was it, you know, I mean, the plastic bag over my help didn't over my head didn't help, but you know, other than that, it was fine. Nate, so, you ready? You ready for this trip, bud? I can't freaking wait, dude. Have you guys said where you're going? Boys, boys like that? Oh, sick. I do. I can't wait to see it in person. Yeah, awesome. I can't wait. To, uh, yeah, I'm stoked, man. I'm. We're going to. Uh, well, are you going to release this episode before or after we leave? Before uh, we have that one that recorded um, the other day when we went with old Penter, Danny Penter. We'll, t- we'll tell you after, okay. Cravens. All right. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's looking good, man. I, I'm I'm optimistic about it. I'm very stoked. Um, I think it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to some hang out mm-hmm. uh you're gonna hang out and bang out it's gonna be fun more a lot of banging out sure. <laughs> yep. that's what that trip's all about well i'm coming uh, back yeah. for a year too <laughs> nathan just couldn't resist dude uh it's gonna be I do, fun i do want to say congrats to, the, to you guys so. yeah yeah, for thanks. Sure. That's the real. That's the the part of this was coming on to bust Josh's balls, but it is. But I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a good sport. So yeah. you know, if it was some dude that you know fish for largemouth or something, I I would be as um, you know thankful that you know or appreciative that you guys beat me. But I, you guys are both friends of mine, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm hey, I'm very happy for you. It doesn't. Yeah, it honestly doesn't even. This it doesn't. The the wound doesn't even burn at all. Yeah. So no. Um, I will say that, uh, and this is just for all the all the boys that are listening. Uh, 
So Cravens, Cravens is the recipient of the jet blast. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was like 150,000 views on Instagram or something. Yeah. Does it really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. Cravens is the recipient of the jet blast. Uh, he is a friend of ours. He is a good guy. We all had a very good chuckle about that, and it was not at all a great. Chris and I had more of a chuckle than Cravens. Yeah. Cravens yeah. laughed about it. He laughed about it, but it wasn't an he aggressive. About it afterwards, <laughs> After it was not an job. aggressive. Uh, it, it wasn't an aggressive thing, but he did text me like a couple of months ago and was like, Hey, just go look at the, the comments on that Instagram video I posted. There <laughs> were so many people just like, I'll, I would shoot him. Yeah. I would murder, like, I would murder that man. Probably if he did a that dozen, a dozen that were like, yeah, this is why I bring a gun. Or and people <laughs> oh like, call, people like call him out and be like, you're not going to shoot him. And then the guy would be like, no, but I'll shoot holes in his boats. I've done it before. And I'm like, yeah, Oh man, this yeah. riled up the boys. He's like, yeah, the boys were riled. There is a Cravens just would do like a shrug the shoulders emoji, like, I don't know. There was a post. There's a post on the River Smalley's uh, Facebook group today um, about some guy. He was complaining. He went fishing with a friend, and the friend he called him a river hog, and he just like was trying to hog the front the entire time. And guys were like, you know, why well, wouldn't go fishing with him again? And you know. Uh, you know, I'd tell him he's a jerk or whatever. And then this one dude's like, I would break his casting hand. <laughs> Everybody, nobody replied. They're yeah. Easy, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of what, like, it was at least, there's at least a dozen people on that thread just like, I would shoot that man and maybe potentially murder him or at least give him a, a close call. And then another guy's like, I'll shoot a hole in his boat. And, and and then eventually, like, somebody would reply, be like, well, I don't know, maybe you shouldn't murder people for getting wet. Yeah. And they'd be like, yeah, well, that's because you're a Joe Biden supporter or something, you know? It's, like, no. it's the, the absolute bottom, you know, the bottom of the barrel when it comes to uh, internet stuff. But anyways, it was fun. We had a good time. We had a good laugh about it. And I don't think Josh is upset about it. So he's he's you yeah. can tell he's stewing on the inside. Let's, yeah, let, let's just I'm say like, getting will, second place isn't my revenge. Me. Let's just say that's still yet to come. I told oh, Chris, I was like, dude, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, I was like, yeah, cool. yeah, I was yeah, right. I was like, the videos have audio. I'm like, dude, don't spray him. He's our friend. And then he just like proceeds to do it. I I felt terrible. Like just absolutely terrible. Your, your perfect one, camera work. You, you weren't about it though. <laughs> yeah. No, one yeah, fatal flaw in your little no. story is I that you, was, I told him it was a dick move, and he just did it anyway. He was laughing. He was rolling around on the back of the boat, laughing <laughs> so hard, dude. He was he was loving it. Oh my god! To this day, I'm like Chris. I can't what? believe you did that to a friend of ours. It was what a story, bad. dude. You're ridiculous. I was like, you're lucky Cravens is a nice guy because he's way bigger than you. He can beat you up. Yeah, so he is way he is way bigger than me. Uh, <laughs> but I will say this: um, you did one fatal flaw in your little tale is that you posted the video with audio, and it's you going, <laughs> "Do it, do it." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know. I, I don't know if I should do this." And you said, murder him. <laughs> you did, You gave him the Roman emperor thumbs down when I asked if I should do it or not. <laughs> so, Cravens, I will say this. You came up, uh, Josh and I, um, you know, we're, we've rubbed shoulders with the Illuminati. Um, you know, we've, we've elevated in social strata. Um, we fished with a single Colts player once. Um, and you did the story that of you and me and Josh and Nacrelli and Alex Deneau walking down some random street in Michigan and you guys all going, God, we look like the Colts. Cause these are all big. These are big boys. I mean, Cravens, you're like what? Six, three, six, four. Yeah. Like six, three, two, eighty. And Deneau is like deceivingly large. He's like six three. I wouldn't something. say Deneau's is large. Deneau's tall. He's very tall. 
He, he definitely like, does not look like an NFL player. So but he's way bigger. Like he's 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 big. I mean, he's bigger than the average man. I would say it was a big group. Okay, the Josh. Josh was second littlest in the group. I was. Uh, and I, I was, mean the Crowley. I'm probably bigger than the Crowley. No way. I don't know. I'm taller. Anyway, I, I think that's erroneous. I, there's I'm no bigger way. than the Crowley. But anyway, yeah. we. We're walking down the street, and, and they all kind of go, well, we look like the Colts offensive line. And I'm just bebopping behind them thinking, yeah, we're, we're cool. We're, big, we're, we're all big guys. <laughs> and, and Cravens goes, yeah, and, and the punter, like, looks over at me. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? Come on, dude. Shot, a, shot across the bow. The best, the best part of that trip was afterwards when uh, Dano made that meme of Chris with the – the porn yeah. meme. <laughs> I forgot about that. Did you see that? Ravens? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very that funny. was so good. Very, very funny. But anyways, <laughs> it it reminded me of that because we were out on the river again, and it was Dino, Josh, and an actual offensive lineman. And I just looked around, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh no, I'm yeah. a little guy again. He's humongous, dude. Pinter is freaking... He's a mountain of a man. Mm-hmm. Anyways, boys, I really appreciate you guys coming on, and uh, you know, congrats on the on the win, Nathan. Thanks, uh, sir. You did you did what it took, and that's I think that's an example to us all. But maybe some <laughs> people should be paying a little closer attention. Hey, man, I got um, I was like second, second, third, fourth, like. It's like, man, I'm becoming the Josh Shrinko. This, the, yeah, the, I'm starting to feel like I've got something to turn this around. I've gotten four seconds between this year and last year, never a first. I'm starting to feel it too. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, all right. It's coming up in summer, dude. A challenger has arisen. Have you ever seen Thor Ragnarok? Got a new challenger, dude. Hey, Nathan, uh, can you can you show your shirt one more time? I'm going to get a screen capture for when we post this. <laughs> Win. Win. I guess Bailey, that dude. strategically that wasn't an accident. I like it. I like it. No, no that was a total accident. So I, I work for a restoration company, and that's our our slogan. And I've got like a million of these shirts, so it's just total accident. <laughs> sure, <laughs> dude. Do whatever you gotta. Whatever you gotta say, dude. If your wife had that made, if your wife had that made to celebrate your tournament championship, I'm not. <laughs> I would brag about that if, if that was Absolutely. the case. <laughs> uh, no, I like how you guys are also in first, second, and third place order. So, at least on my screen, you are. So, we got Nathan on the right, Cravens in the middle, and Shrinko on the on the left, dude, all on the podium. Cashing checks, breaking necks. Yeah, and- I was actually surprised how much um, I didn't really get paid that much less than first place. What Did you get like yeah. 250 Yeah. Uh, two. Ninety and then two fifty for big bass, yeah. Who sponsored that bass? I can't believe that tournament is. Who sponsored that tournament? Achigan, baby. Oh, you also got a twenty five dollar <laughs> gift card from Achigan, right? I did. That's that's yeah. why I that's why I couldn't win it because I, it's conflict of interest there. So I kind of you know gave it to the boys. So that was very generous of you, and I appreciate <laughs> that. If they even if they won't. Admit it. I think that it was very nice of you too. Yeah, I will say that day I two twenty inches. You chucked back those two twenty inches measuring them. I fished hard that day, and I really, I legit caught maybe twelve fish all day. Like it was a really tough day. Well, that's how you know they're on beds, man. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I was throwing a spinnerbait all day because it was muddy. That's I actually, you know, that's when I got there. I was like, ooh, if they're not like hard on beds, this is going to be a good day because I love that kind of eight. You know, eight inch, yep. six inch visibility. Oh, yeah. Throwing a big spinner bait. I mean, I can usually catch fish like that. And I caught one of my second casts, and I was like, "Oh man, this is going to be a great day." And dude, they just weren't having it. You yeah, know, they weren't. They weren't eating. You know, in those type of areas. So I was like, "Well, the only place I know is you know to try to find them on beds." And yeah. Well, so. they. I mean, it surprised me that a nineteen one big bass because mm-hmm. usually it's a twenty mm-hmm. or twenty one. You know, I mean, you caught a twenty but, on Thursday. Yeah, Didn't I got, yeah. 21. Did yeah, you fish I, today? What's that? Did you fish today? I did. I did real well today because I could see them. I went back to clean up the ones that I couldn't see the other day. I had uh, 95 inches in my top five, a couple Ooh. 20s, a couple 19s, and an 18. 
Yeah. Be a good day. Those, yeah. those are there. I know exactly where you fish. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have told your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I said, I had that in the GPS. I was literally going to that ramp, like on my way there. And then it I don't, Nathan, it doesn't matter. That was a bad, that was, I, I, and I may not, I probably wouldn't have caught them because I didn't have that much confidence that they were even there. Yeah. Um, I kind of like thought they would be because we had what happened weather wise is we basically what like I know my daughter's birthday was like Wednesday. Her party was Wednesday and it was like almost 90 degrees on Wednesday. Um, and we had like a three day period where it was like 79, 84, 89 degrees. And then it was like another like mid to high 80s that day that on Thursday when I fished. So like I knew those temperatures like they were close that had to put them on the bed. Yeah. So I just, you know, didn't with the water them. levels finally getting to the point where they could even get to those bedding spots. I mean, it was just perfect timing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, well hopefully we re- hit some perfect timing next week, boys. Are but, you guys, uh, either you guys fishing the tippy tournament this weekend? I'm not. You're not I can't. You? I'm going mm-hmm. in the morning with Alex to now. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going in the morning. To the tippy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, okay. Cool. You, which which uh, you fishing the top or the bottom stretch? Oh, the top. Nice. I, me up, dude. I'll get, I'll get you some bedding areas in there. You think they're you think they're you. still on them? Because I don't think the tippy floods like it does here. So I was thinking they might be off them already. Never know. Never know till you know. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely want to check. Yeah. Yeah. True. I'm pretty sure they were on beds on sugar when we were there. Um when was it sunday but we just couldn't see him i mean it was even worse than eight inches it was like sub six inches of visibility wow when we were there um yeah it sucked uh but that's indiana for you man that's like like i say people always want to rag on bed fishing it's like the kind of bed fishing that we get to do here is usually like not the kind of bed fishing you think of that when you think of like green bay or you know like all the great lakes nothing like that yeah no it's not like there's like bed fields where it's like you know clear it's like you can you're like looking at them and you can like barely see a glimpse of something it's like not if if they were like that we wouldn't do it right guys (laughs) (laughs) right guys (laughs) all right well hey thanks for coming on the podcast boys uh yeah thanks for having me absolutely And, and congrats again just on a stellar performance. When's the sure. next uh, White River tournament? Uh, I haven't looked. I don't know. I, June sometime, but I'm not sure. Hopefully late June. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they'll hopefully be, a, you know, back to... That's actually one of my favorite times to fish is like right after post-spawn. They're usually pretty fun. It should be Topwater City by that point. Yes. Yep. Topwater, Yes. I go to my my go to stretches starting then. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Good guys. Fun. Well, like I said, thanks for coming on, and uh, thanks for having me, guys. Free the Free fighter. The fighter. Later, boys. See ya.